Hello, this is Reverend Mary Ellen Swartz. I'm an ordained Unity minister and want to share some thoughts and things that uh, have been helpful to me about this subject of regrets. We all probably have some regrets, maybe small things, maybe large things. Uh, often regret is connected with guilt and that's something important to look at. If only I had done. Uh, so like regrets about what we could have done or should have done or not done perhaps. It can be little things of course but we don't think about those later. But there are some some regrets that hang around and they actually affect our lives day by day. Our sense of self-worth and, and our ability to trust ourselves to make good decisions they're all connected with regrets I believe. And the thing about regrets is that every time we go over them we experience the emotions again we stir up the toxic thoughts and feelings and the anger and the grief and then we repunish ourselves or others for that matter uh, for something in the past and think about it is that really going to change anything but we we do it we know it's not going to change anything but we do it over and over again there's a scripture reference from the gospel of Luke Apparently, Jesus was answering uh, a person who said they wanted to become one of his followers. And part of what he said was, No one who puts his hand to a plow and looks back is fit for the kingdom. The plowman who looks back is not fit for the kingdom. Now think about ourselves in that regard. In a literal sense, we can picture somebody trying to drive a tractor and look backwards let's say or drive some other equipment looking backwards and and we know the result of that's going to be confusion uh, looking backward is not keeping the attention where it needs to be well think about ourselves in regard to that we're we're like the plowman and when we look back we aren't fit for the kingdom I want to talk to that and just a little bit but I want you to think about this what is there in this teaching that will help us lift ourselves lift our our life lift our family lift our planet see if we're going to live with higher awareness in other words knowing ourselves as spiritual beings having a physical experience right now temporarily we're gonna if we're going to live that we we can't overlook this peace about the past if we're going to live with spiritual awareness then we simply have to find a way to deal with the past because if we don't we're just going to keep creating and recreating this in our experience.
So, to that word fit, that's used in that, that scripture, not fit for the kingdom. It means qualified or capable. So, if we aren't fit for the kingdom, for the good that's prepared for us, what does that mean? We're not, we're not in line with it. We don't, we, we keep looking back and so we aren't focused on what we want. We're just focused on the regrets. So it isn't that somebody else is keeping us from enjoying the peace and freedom and love and abundance and health. It's that we ourselves keep our, keep our own selves from that. We, we block our own good. Our good isn't found in the past. It, it's found always in the now. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of Unity, said, If we have even a little understanding of the power of thought, we will stop talking about the past. We are I am, and the past and future are consecrated, concentrated in us now. The past is concentrated in the now. So, what can we do about the past? Well, there's not a lot, is there? What can we do about how we think about the past? Well, there's a lot we can do about that. It isn't just the regrets about the past that we want to be aware of, but it's looking back at what we think are the good things about the past. So, you know, we can look at regrets and we can understand perhaps how that can stand in our way. But what about looking back at what we think are the good things of the past? The good old days. The getting back to normal. See, that can be just as much a trap as the regrets that we have. There's only now. There's only the present moment. And I hear people say this frequently. When things get back to normal, you know, after the pandemic is over, after this, after that, you know what? There is no such thing as back to normal. There is no such thing as back to normal. Because life doesn't go backwards. It never does. You think about it. Life's about change. We don't have to like it, change, but life is about change and it's about growth. Jesus taught that the kingdom is an ever-present reality now and that it's within us. And really, the only way we can experience it is to be in the now with our thoughts and our feelings. That's the way we can experience it. So, what to do with past regrets? I want to just share a few things that have worked for me and um, see if something here is helpful to you. 
See, we don't have to say yes to every invitation that's given to us, right? Sometimes we send our regrets, don't we? Like, we don't want to go to that party, or we, we don't want to do whatever it is. We, we send our, our regrets for that. We can say no to that. Well, you know, we don't have to say yes to every invitation to relive the pain and the anger and the fear and the guilt that our regrets offer to us. So, think about letting go of regrets, like letting go of anything else, as being a process. In other words, it it doesn't happen immediately. There's a process involved. And so, letting go of regrets uh, is a process of releasing uh, some of the thoughts and feelings involved in that. And sometimes looking at what the regret is about. So, what if you're looking at a regret, let's just say there's one. Pick one. Could be little. Could be something bigger. I suspect you're going to pick something larger. What about that regret? What What are the feelings that come up when you remember or you stir up the regret about that? Think about your part in that that has now manifested as regret. What's your part in that? Um, because we always have some part in things. And what are some of the losses that you feel surrounding this regret? And then, and we hear this many times in recovery groups, but make amends for whatever role you played in that. And have some compassion for yourself and others too, for that matter, uh, involved in this situation that you now regret. So I want to talk about something that kind of like shows up maybe at the end of the year or whatever, but this is really a good thing to do anytime. When you're thinking about releasing and letting go, I said it's a process. It really is. When you're ready, and this could be anytime, doesn't have to be a certain date, why not write down on a piece of paper what is in what you feel you want to get rid of with this regret so just write it down what it maybe it was some expectation you had or or some choice that you made now of course you're so wise you wouldn't make that same choice and so on and Anyway, write it down, just a word or two. And then, take that piece of paper and either burn it or shred it 
or flush it or whatever. In other words, say goodbye to it. It's like an outer uh, symbol for what internally you're doing. Now you you probably have to do this more than once. But for right now, we just do it here. And then, because you know, we've heard this saying that nature abhors a vacuum. Once you let that go, you actually have to replace it with something else or something else will sneak in there that you haven't chosen. So once you let that go, now you want to focus on what you want. You know, it's sort of like uh, back to that scripture reference of a plowman. You know, so you're pulling out the weeds and the soil is, is all prepared. Now, what seed are you going to put in that it's going to, that will grow, you know? So, think about that. What seeds will you plant? You know, something positive. Something you're going to do now to replace that thing you let go of. What's the direction you want to move in? So it could be a goal or it could be some, whatever it is, some feeling, some, some attitude, whatever. And think about what you're going to welcome into your life. Because now we have a choice, right? It's like we, we gave our choice away at another point when we allowed the regret to have power over us. Well, now I have a choice. So, what what will I do with this choice? And so, if it's about someone else, your, your new choice is perhaps to see them in a different light. Uh, if, if you feel like you didn't make a, the best choice uh, with your own uh, career or your life partners or whatever I just now I I know more I I have learned something from the past and I'm ready to experience the new chapter in my life and so the old probably will pop up again because that's the nature of it and so, uh, be prepared to once again do what needs to be done. So, what what does need to be done? The, the only way that I know that we can really let go of the past is to practice being more in the present. Practice being more in the now. That's really the condition that's required for us to be free of the past. So, what's an answer then to the past regrets? See, in a sense, we have an invitation to hang out with the past in our thoughts, but we don't have to say yes to that. We don't have to say yes to reliving 
the pain, the anger, the fear, the guilt around that regret. We can let go of that and being, practice being in the now is something that is always possible to us. So if you have something that keeps giving you an invitation to the past, take a look at it. Examine your feelings about it. Make any amends that are appropriate. You know, that's what I started to say a little earlier. Make amends, you know. Uh, if there's something you can do, do it. If the person is still in this dimension, maybe write a letter, write a note to them. If it isn't appropriate to do that, because you know it would just stir up something that you don't want to stir up, or if they aren't in this dimension anymore, there is a powerful technique, and that is you write a letter to the angel of this other person. Catherine Ponder, wonderful uh, unity minister and author, speaks about this in her book, uh, The Prospering Power of Love. And I don't recall what chapter that is, but you can get that little book or uh, I'll just simply tell you, it's just a, a short, sweet technique that you write a letter to the angel of that person. Sometimes we don't feel like we can actually say something to that person, right? There's some toxic feelings there or you don't think they'd be receptive. Write a letter to their angel because their angel or their higher self is always receptive to love. Our higher self is always receptive to love. So you can write a letter to their angel or their higher self and say what you want to say. Make the amends. Um, and, and that is one way of moving on. You don't mail this letter, by the way. You don't mail this to, to someone. You just write it and then you either keep it in your journal or you know you can tear it up, whatever. But sometimes you have to write and rewrite and you know many times to do it. Think about this, dear heart. We all did the best we knew how at that moment. You did the best you knew how at that time that you now have a regret concerning. Given the tools that you had at that time, you did the best you knew. Given the tools that anyone else had at that time, they did the best they knew at that moment. That is so powerful when we can realize that you did the only thing you knew to do. Yeah, you did the only thing you knew to do. The same with someone else. They did the only thing they knew to do. You know, you can't give what you don't have. So if you don't have it in your awareness, you can't give it. So now you know more. At the, mo at the previous moment, you did the best you knew. Same is true with others. When we understand this, we understand forgiveness. We understand what forgiveness is about, you see. 
when we truly understand that we did the best we knew at that moment, we let go of the burden of the regret and we can move forward. The price of holding on to a past regret is just too great. It, it robs us of being fully in the present. And it's being in the present that we find the good that we deserve that's prepared for us. It's not being in the present that blocks our experiencing our greater good. So whatever we can walk away from we are the master of. What we can't walk away from ends up mastering us. And that's very true regarding our past. If we can't leave it behind it controls us. It controls our now experience. It is shaping our future, as it were. And so, I just want to leave you with this thought. Your past is not your destiny. Whatever has been is not your destiny unless you keep focusing on it. So, I encourage you to begin this process of letting go, putting it in its rightful place, moving forward, keeping your eye on what is ahead of you, staying in the now. That's how we let go of the past. God bless you, dear one. I trust that some word or thought has been of benefit to you, has been an uplift. You really do deserve the best. No matter what has been, you truly deserve joy and peace, abundance, health, well-being in every possible way. God bless you. See you next time.